2: by Lucky Station. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. As the partial government shutdown enters its third week, we've had no word of any progress from today's meeting aimed at breaking the stalemate. Administration officials, including Vice President Pence, have been meeting with congressional staffers at issue funding for border security, and that includes $5.6 billion for President Trump's border wall. French security forces have fired tear gas at protesters marching through central Paris today. Several thousand demonstrators, supporters of the so-called yellow vest movement, keeping up the pressure on President Emmanuel Macron in the new year. Now they're demanding the president's resignation. Police in the Los Angeles area still hunting for a suspect or suspects in last night's deadly shootings at a bowling alley in Torrance, California. This is SRN News.
1: Eric Metaxas can't explain what's coming from the mainstream media.
3: If it were a private directive to Sessions, maybe you have something to talk about. But this is a public tweet to millions of people to read. And they are actually talking about it seriously as though it might constitute obstruction of justice. This is above the fold in the headline.
1: The Eric Metaxas Show. Overnights at 3 on AM 1280. The Patriots. Intelligent Radio.
3: Hour two of a special Saturday closer edition of the NAR. And that's right, another hour of Brad Carlson coming up right after this. Here's an updated look at your weather. Mostly sunny, a high of 40 for most of the day. Tonight, partly cloudy, going to drop down to a low of 23. Join us in giving a warm AM over to the Patriot. Welcome to Sebastian Gorka, our new afternoon host. He's live every weekday from 2 to 5 p.m. right here on AM 80 the Patriot.
4: Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network
5: and go launch sequence. Engineering, go flight.
3: Master control, go flight. Studio engineer, go flight. We are go for launch in T minus 3 2 1. We have the
1: the Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM-1280, the Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM-1280, the Patriot. The
6: the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with hour number two of the broadcast we had to call the closer. Me, Brad Carlson, filling in for Mitch Berg, the headliner. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org, and we are here to take a phone call at 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag DarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show for any comments or questions. And uh, you can also uh, follow our Facebook page. Just do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network on Facebook. Just give us a follow, and you'll keep abreast of all of the Fantastic things we have coming up on the NARN, including, yeah, I kind of teased it a little bit in the first hour, we are going to be back on Medicine Lake four weeks from today. Yes, Saturday, February 2nd from 1 to 3 p.m. I'll be joining Mitch Berg on his regular broadcast, the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance, for the annual Holds for Heroes ice fishing tournament taking place on medicine lake in plymouth it is of course brought to you by the organization fishing for life just a fantastic organization they run a terrific ministry ministering to kids just by the simple pleasures of fishing it's it's a fantastic organization check out their website fishingforlife.org, and get more information on the uh, on the tournament and by the way if uh, you i i believe it's still the case Go to fishingforlife.org and find out for sure, but I believe family members, immediate family members of those who are serving in active duty military get to fish in this contest for free. So that in and of itself is pretty cool. And like I say, if we have weather in the high 30s to 40 degrees, uh, I, I may not wear a winter jacket out there. I may just wear my hoodie that I'm wearing right now, you know. I probably would because I wouldn't want to be shown up by Mitch Berg because he likes to chide us Minnesotans on what we consider cold weather, he being a North Dakota boy. So (laughs) he always kind of goes that route. But either way, uh, we look forward to uh, being out there. And a Cavalcade of Stars always stop by the the broadcast to to chat with us, including Tom Goodrich, who founded the organization Fishing for Life. And I believe, if I'm doing my math correctly, this will be the 8th annual Uh, Broadcast out there, the eighth one started in 2012 and is now this will be 20 so eight. And I have been there for seven of the eight. Uh, It was Mitch and Ed the first, uh, the first one in 2012, and then Ed obviously moved on from the Northern Alliance, and then it's been Mitch and I ever since. And uh, we've had a blast doing it. Always love doing it. It's a tradition here, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. We always have our uh, specific uh, dates in mind. Early February is always one in the Narn calendar where we broadcast from Medicine Lake, of course, the Minnesota State Fair, another tradition. So uh, we love our annual traditions here in the Northern Alliance Radio Network where we are coming up on 15 years on these very airwaves. And uh, as far as I can tell, no stop sign in front of us as yet. One of the things we'd like to talk about here on the Northern Alliance is kind of issues that affect the culture. I mean, sure, we're going to talk about the news from this past week and the news that our politicians are making and some of the crazy stuff like You know, a freshman uh, female member of Congress uh, dancing in a high school video 10 years ago, you know, stupid things like that. And, yeah, you know, the news that comes from it, it's, it's interesting. But where the rubber really meets the road is obviously is within the culture. And there is a culture war out there. And there is a battle for our individual liberties. And there are factions that want dissenters silenced. You know, and this is something that the progressive left has really gone after is try to silence conservatives on talking about specific issues. I mean, we you know we talk about the, the the transgender movement, where there's been a movement, particularly on Twitter, where if you use the wrong pronoun for a trans person, that can get you banned. And they're trying to, and some factions are even trying to get that as as labeled as hate speech. Or there aren't actually just two genders. There are multiple genders, and you need to respect the the gender that someone identifies as. And, of course, one specific instance is the Me Too movement that got started over a a year ago, which brought to light some high-profile people in the entertainment industry kind of using sex, sexual harassment, sexual assault as a way to control particularly women who are trying to break into the industry. And then it kind of morphed into something greater than that, particularly women who felt like that they had to subject them, who were subjected to sexual harassment and were made to feel afraid to come forward for fear how it might hamper their livelihood and their lives. And it's heartbreaking to think about how women suffered in silence. I mean, I know women personally who felt liberated by this movement because they could come out and share their story. And that was cathartic in a way. And it's been, and it's got to the point where now uh, men aren't, high profile men, powerful men aren't getting away with that stuff anymore. And one of the particular instances had to do with comedian Louis C.K. Now, full disclosure, I was never a uh, uh, big fan of Louis C.K. And by the way, uh, Terminator N, have you ever seen Louis C.K. and Mitch Berg in the same room at the same time? I'm well, just saying.
3: You make a good point. We I'm, haven't. We I'm haven't. just
6: saying. So, <laughs> or have you ever seen Mitch Berg and Jim Cramer in the in the room at the same time?
3: <laughs> Booyah!
1: <You> know, so.
6: <laughs> uh, we always chide Mitch with the separated at birth with either Louis C.K. In fact, Jim Cramer is Mitch's uh, Twitter avatar. In case you didn't know this, so, uh, anyways, uh, comedian Louis C.K. Uh, so a story came out about some aspiring female comedians who went up to his hotel room a number of years ago, and of course, they wanted to meet Louis C.K. because he was just a a, a titan of the industry, the stand-up industry, the business, and he was very successful. And so there were these female comedians that went up to his room, and Louis C.K., uh, as the story goes, asked if he could <clears throat> pleasure himself in front of these women. And, of course, they're kind of taken aback by, why would someone ask us a question like that? And they, they he no sooner asked a the question than he turned around, and he was, in fact, going through the act of pleasuring himself. And when these stories came out, and, and again, I guess Louis C.K. had done this on multiple occasions, and when these stories came out, yeah, he copped to it. And he said, yeah, you know, I, I probably shouldn't have done that. I took advantage of, of a situation uh, where these women looked up to me, and I took advantage of that. And obviously, he was very contrite and made a vow to start listening more closely. And as a result, a lot of his tour dates were canceled. He had a TV show in the works that was basically... It was a released, I think, to DVD that basically was taken out of circulation. So it essentially ruined his career. So the situation, when that happened, now we start dealing with these high profile figures basically being drummed out of their jobs. You know, Harvey Weinstein. Well, Harvey Weinstein is even engaged in criminal activity and has been brought up on charges with that, regarding that. Uh, Charlie Rose, uh, news guy for CBS immediately resigned his position when stories of sexual harassment came out about him. Uh, Mark Halperin, former political commentator, I believe on MSNBC, he's now persona non grata. Okay? So, a lot of these men just left the spotlight immediately over this. Matt Lauer was another one, fired from the Today Show over over many indiscretions that he engaged in. But, it's getting to point now. Now that this movement is taking place, and there has been a pruning process, so to speak, is there ever a situation or a statute of limitation, so to speak? I mean, not from a legal standpoint, but from you know ethical, moral standpoint, where these people can come back and engage in their livelihood now. Harvey Weinstein someone up someone who's engaged in criminal activity. That obviously that's not possible. You know, someone like Bill Cosby, you know, Bill Cosby's in jail now. Okay. And he's over 80 years old and he'll probably pass away in jail. I hear he's not in the greatest of health. Anyways, but a guy like Louis C.K., who's 51 years old, you know, he's still got a lot, a lot left as far as a performing career, or at least he feels he does. Is there an acceptable amount of time that goes by before he can come back? Because apparently within the last few months, he was out doing some stand-up comedy. And people were going to see him. And this sent the social justice warriors into a tizzy. It's like, how dare he? Some of the things that he admitted to doing, copped to doing, and now all of a sudden he's just going to come back like nothing happened? Well, I don't think that's fair to say that nothing has happened. He's lost his livelihood, his career, and his income earning potential has certainly cratered. Now, again, I'm not saying that to gin up sympathy for Louis C.K., not at all, okay? He has to take responsibility for what he did, bottom line. And if the veritable uh, social justice police feel that he shouldn't perform again, that's up to him to determine how, how much he's going to push back, if at all. And I bring all this up because there was – a story that came out from Reason.com talking about how Louis C.K. has not only come back, but some of his jokes are just as edgy as they've ever been. And I'll read from the story, a comedian Louis C.K. is back in bad graces with would-be culture cops after joking in a leaked set that teens today, including survivors of Parkland school shooting, are boring and making cracks about young people asking to be called by particular pronouns. In response, CK has been declared alt-right, canceled, and an old fart who just doesn't get it. Now that really hurts because Louis CK is a year and a half older than I am, and he's being called an old fart who just doesn't get it. Man, that, that hits me right in the right in the right in the heart. Man, that that hurts. That's brutal. Sorry to read that sentence. <laughs> Anyways, a disheartening number of critics have focused on the comedian's age. Oh, this guy's basically along the same lines I am. Uh, He's only 51, but to hear Twitter tell it, C.K. is basically a doddering old fool who should be put out to pasture in proof that no one older than 40 has any worthwhile perspective. While bashing C.K.'s embrace of stereotypes, non-inclusive language, and other unfashionable tropes, they've been quick to declare more than half the population to be intellectually and artistically useless. But perhaps, and I hope you hear me out here, even though I'm more than a couple years past Logan's Logan's run doom, some entertainers, artists, or pundits might just be bad, boring, or whatever you don't like about them because they're them. Not because their brains have been melted by age and everyone Gen X and up should just die. Another critical refrain is, has been to point out that CK promised to listen more after being accused by multiple women of making them uncomfortable with requests to <laughs> masturbate in front of them. I, I, I know it's a it's an acceptable word. I just don't like saying it, and I certainly don't like picturing someone. Anyhow, uh, though his 2017 comments on that front were related to women's sexual activity and boundaries, some seem to have taken them as a promise to shut up, uh, to shut up always and about everything. As many of As many have pointed out, C.K.'s latest stand-up routine sounds a lot like his previous work, which was never perfectly in line with PC values even when he was younger. So no, C.K. didn't emerge from his reckoning a totally changed person, but this likely has nary to do with aging or lack of commitment to consent. So, the, like I say, this was a set. Someone leaked audio of it. I'm not going to play it because it wasn't bleeped out, and he obviously uses some language. But when we come back, uh, there are some people that had some commentary on this, some people that um, – well, let's just say I'm wondering if they're launching a preemptive strike of outrage in the hopes that they get spared by the SJW police. I'll talk a little bit about that. And take your phone call, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag Narn show hashtag NARN show. Brad Carlson, the closer, in for my friend and colleague, the headliner, Mitch Berg, on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. World
7: and the
4: everybody
5: looking for something.
8: This Christmas, do more than just carry your cell phone. At Patriot Mobile, every call, every text, every post carries a conservative message. Other companies charge you high rates and hidden fees that fund liberal agendas. Switch to Patriot Mobile to save money. Plus, part of your monthly bill is donated to 17 conservative organizations fighting for your beliefs. Here's Patriot Mobile CEO and Navy veteran, Maury Leland.
9: You know, a lot of people, they know where their money goes, but they really don't know what that money is funding. And that's really the difference. You know, people can take sides. They can put their money to work where they want it to work. And that's what we do at Patriot Mobile.
8: Switching to Patriot Mobile is easy. You can keep your number and get the same super reliable nationwide service. With unlimited plans starting as low as $20 a month, why wait? Want to save $30? Visit them online at patriotmobile.com forward slash Hugh to get your activation fee waived or mention Hugh when you call 1-800-A-PATRIOT. That's 1-800-A-PATRIOT. Patriot Mobile. Carry the message. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. The best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text STAR11 to 85850. Ask about the Bosley Guarantee. S-T-A-R-11 to 85850.
6: Welcome back. am 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. Closing out this weekend's edition of Northern Alliance Radio Network. At least I normally do, but today I'm the headliner on the headliner edition, filling in for my friend and colleague, Mitch Berg, who's typically heard Saturdays 1 to 3. I'm typically heard Sundays 1 to 3 in AM 1280. And together with our friend, King Banyan, who's heard on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman, every Saturday. From 9 to 11 a.m. on the King Banyan Show. Together we are the Northern Alliance Radio Network again, we're going to be celebrating 15 years on the air coming in March. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. And uh, congratulations to the North, North Dakota State University Bison football team. Yeah, they won again. What is that, uh, their seventh national championship in like the last eight years, something like that? I happen to know this because our sister station, AM 1440, we are the home of the North Dakota State University Bison football broadcast. So we got that going for us, which is nice. And uh, thank you, as always, for uh, tuning in. Uh, Continuing my discussion regarding uh, Louis C.K. back to doing comedy, and not only are people outraged that he's back doing comedy because uh, of his – Well, pleasuring himself in front of uh, female comedians a number of years ago and becoming a casualty of the Me Too movement. Well, not only is he back doing comedy, he's doing things that uh, in this uh, more politically correct culture just are are no longer acceptable. And uh, Rolling Stone, which is quite progressive himself, uh, obviously didn't have the most uh, flattering perspective of Louis C.K.'s bit. I'll read their story. Uh, Louis C.K. mocked the Parkland High School shooting survivors, and gender pronouns in leaked audio from none of the comedi- or from one of the comedians' recent comeback sets. The recording reportedly captures the comedian's nearly hour-long routine at Long Island, New York's Governor's Comedy Club on December sixteenth. So, what kind of a year did you guys have? I bet none of you had the same year that I had. Ever have a whole bad year? C.K. asked the audience. My mom still sends our art- sends me articles about me like it's scrapbooking. You're in the New York Times. Mob, that's not a good blanking article. <laughs> I bet not. Uh, some, a son only a mother can love, I guess. Uh, C.K.'s Parkland comments came during a portion of his set where he joked about the boring younger generation and their politically correct culture. I don't know. They testified in, kind of in front of Congress, these kids, C. C.K. said of the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas survivors who appeared on television. Like, what the bleep? What are you doing? You're young. You should be crazy. You should be unhinged, not in a suit saying, I'm here to tell you. Yeah, blank you. You're not interesting because you went to a high school where kids got shot. Why does that mean that I have to listen to you? How does that make you interesting? You didn't get shot. You pushed some fat kid in the way, and now I got to listen to you talking? So, uh, yeah, to me, that's that's pretty cringe-inducing. And that I like stand-up comedy. But that's, not, that's never been my style, that kind of irreverent humor where it takes tragic situations and pokes fun at them, but there's a serious underlying message to it. It's, it's never been my preference. Your mileage may vary. If you enjoy that kind, that's fine. That's just never been my, my style, my preference in my stand-up comedy. But, of course, this causes outrage because not only is Louis C.K. back, uh, he's also making fun of things that you shouldn't be making fun of. And I have to say that, where have you been? Have you ever watched Louis C.K. before? Have you ever heard any of his stuff before? This is what he's always done. So no, Louis C.K. hasn't changed at all. But that may be part of the anger from these social justice warriors is because Louis C.K. after you know getting caught uh, with, uh, after being caught, uh, with the story of the um, you know the Me Too movement being a casualty of the Me Too movement, you know he promised to be a little more introspective. Well, for some apparently he hasn't done enough. But the point is, is that if there is a market, if there is an audience that is going to want to take in some of his comedy, then you know, barring him committing literal crimes. I don't see how you prevent something like that. The market dictating it. And here's another thing. This was a this was not broadcast anywhere. This was leaked audio that got blasted out over the world wide web. I mean, he wasn't doing this to try to stir up anger amongst the social justice warrior crowd because it wasn't meant for them. It was meant for his audience, but for whatever reason someone took the liberty of recording this and blasting it out there, which whatever, it's fine. Okay? But I just, I guess, I don't understand the quest for, uh, to censor him here, and naturally, this is going to uh, upset uh, a lot of a um, upset a lot of parents of the of the shooting at Stoneman Douglas High School, because this is just going to conjure up a painful memory to think that there is some guy out there making fun of my my daughter or my son that was shot. You know, I—that's I, just beyond the pale. Well, here's the thing. You know, and, and a friend of mine was talking about this uh, the other the other day. So this isn't an original thought of mine, but he was—but he was exactly right. You know, it's not like he was going to these people's houses and saying these things about their kids. Of course not. This is in the context of comedy. This is what stand-up comedy has always been. I mean, I'm wondering now, how much longer? I mean, do they even do them into those uh, Comedy Central roasts? I mean, those are some of the more foul-mouthed, just nasty things you ever want to hear. And are they going to be able to do those things anymore? Because, I mean, you talk about you know uh, walking a fine line. No, they don't walk a fine line. They, they obliterate it. They take dynamite to it on those Comedy Central roasts. So I'm just wondering if, if those things are, are even going to be broadcast anymore or put together any longer. And I hate to give credit to my old man, but he called this 20-plus years ago. I remember he and I were having a conversation, and there was – I don't even remember what the controversy was. But uh, – oh, no, I do remember now. It was about 20 years ago when the Chicago Bulls were playing the Utah Jazz in the NBA Finals, one of the two years they were playing each other, the late 90s. And Dennis Rodman said some things about Mormons or – you know, nothing nasty or anything, but kind of diminished their faith, or religion, you know, because, of course, Utah is where a lot of Mormons reside, particularly in Salt Lake City area where the Utah Jazz played their home games. And Ron Rodman said something about it, and there was a bunch of controversy stirred up about it. And I remember my dad shaking his head over that, and he says, you know, whatever. It's not that big a deal. People just get so easily offended. And he says, you know what? One of these days, they're probably going to outlaw stand-up comedy. The way people get offended. This was 20 years ago. My dad was saying this, and again, I hate to give my dad too much credit. Okay, because you know, when you're a kid, you don't like to to give your dad too many kudos. But he was right. You know, it's getting to the point where you can't. Where no comedy no longer has any kind of special dispensation. And I bring this up because uh, here was what Judd Apatow tweeted. Judd Apatow, movie director. Uh, This hacky, unfunny, shallow routine is just a symptom of how people are afraid to feel empathy. It's much easier to laugh at our most vulnerable than to look at their pain directly and show them love and concern. Louis C.K. is all fear and bitterness now. He can't look inward. Uh, To which I would ask uh, anybody out there, have you ever seen a Judd Apatow movie? How about the movie Knocked Up? How about the movie The 40-Year-Old Virgin? Go watch those movies. You want to talk about... Different groups not being spared anything, whether it's blacks, gays, whatever. In fact, uh, the 40-year-old virgin, the one of the more infamous parts in that, You remember that where Paul Rudd and Seth Rogen are doing, you know how I know you're gay bit? Could you do that now? This was like 14 years ago. So, part of me thinks that Judd Apatow is coming out and condemning this as kind of a preemptive strike because if any social justice warriors happen to go back ten to fifteen years ago and watch movies like Knocked Up and and a Forty Year Old Virgin, suddenly there's going to be a day of reckoning for Judd Apatow. So, nice try, Judd. Uh, I don't know. I, I just think, like I say, it's just it's it just he's just kind of uh, um, going at this preemptively, so because he could very easily be the next victim. Again, these people. You try to ingratiate yourselves to them. you got to be all in. Okay? You've got to be all in. And that includes maybe scrubbing your history. Uh, and speaking of, the uh, obviously, the Parkland shooting, uh, Fred Gutenberg, who's the father of a 14-year-old Parkland shooting victim, Jamie, obviously, uh, or uh, Jaime, is it Jamie or Jaime? It's J-A-I-M-E. I'm gonna, whatever the case, doesn't matter. Uh, Jamie. Okay. Uh, to anyone who knows Louis C.K., please deliver this message for me. My daughter was killed in the Parkland shooting. My son ran from the bullets. My wife and I deal with loss every day. Why don't you come to my house and try out your new pathetic jokes? Well, that kind of defeats the purpose of stand-up comedy, okay? That, that's a silly argument because then it's not funny, all right? That's the point. That's what comedy is. It's all in context. If you're doing an act, I'm on stage... Okay, it's to maybe laugh at things you probably shouldn't. And again, you you can decide whether that's your cup of tea or not when it comes to stand-up comedy. Personally, it's not mine. But I don't feel like I have any right or am in any position to tell somebody that they can't do something. So, and again, this was never meant to see the light of day. And people say things behind closed doors in privacy that they wouldn't even conceive of breathing in public. But yet, that, this got out there in the public domain, and this is the reaction that's going to come from it. And I'm sure Louis C.K. understands that and, and accepts it at this point. Uh, if Henry is still on line one, Henry and St. Paul, if you could possibly hold through the break, I promise I will take your call first thing when we come back. Right here, AM 1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance, Radio Network, me, Brad Carlson, filling in for Mitch Berg. Go nowhere. Don't miss Sandvold Financial
3: Group's Money Talks radio show, here every Sunday morning at 9. Sandvold Financial Group is independent of Questar Capital Corporation, member FINRA, SIPC, and Questar Asset Management.
6: Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40.
0: or go to
1: selectquote.com since 1985 we shop you save get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials or price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other
3: factors not available in all states
7: I'm Jan Markell, helping you understand the times.
3: The President of the United States has decided that a couple thousand scared, sick you know, uh, people fleeing violence are a bigger threat to the United States than ISIS.
7: America is the destination dream for most people in our world. It is understandable since most of the third world lives in poverty. We are told in Scripture that the last days would be difficult with wars and rumors of wars, and our war in the United States is a war of immigration. Immigration to the United States has been a major political battle battle, and proponents of illegal immigration just want a borderless country. This idea of destroying borders and eliminating nationalism is a scheme that will ultimately bring about a global leader known as the Antichrist. The Bible is never wrong, and we are seeing the convergence of many signs that the scriptures teach will happen just before the return of Jesus Christ. For more information, listen to our weekend program on this station or anytime at olivetreeviews.org.
1: Are you self-motivated and creative? Do you believe in the importance of small business? Then call today. We are expanding our team and hiring a multimedia account manager. Call 651-289-4418. Salem Media is an equal opportunity employer.
6: Welcome back. am 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson, filling in for Mitch Berg. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And here to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. Can in a
8: happy little you can town. also weigh in via
6: Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag NARNShow, Narn Narn
8: Narn. Narn with away,
6: any comments or questions.
8: Far, and fear not,
6: folks, I know you tune in every week to hear Mitch Berg as I too. Mitch will be on for me tomorrow from 1 to 3 p.m., so you can definitely get your weekend dose of Mitch Berg, as I'm sure I will as well. Uh, as promised, I want to get to Henry's call. Uh, Henry is in St. Paul. He is on line one. Hey, Henry, you are on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go ahead.
10: Hi, Brad. Happy New Year.
6: Same to you, sir. Thank you.
10: Um, I, I enjoyed uh, your your last uh, comments uh, before the break, and it called to mind uh, one of my favorite Mark Twain quota- uh, quotations, which is, <laughs> Uh, the older I get, the smarter my dad becomes.
6: <laughs> That's exactly right. I'm finding that out, too. You know, I was a smart-aleck teenager kid, and I didn't want to give my... I kind of scoffed, yeah, whatever, Dad, yeah, whatever. i was always going to listen to my Eddie Murphy raw and delirious. But, uh, yeah, could you do those today? I
10: don't know. I I, I think the, the future of stand-up comedy is probably secure, provided that uh, the comics... Constrain themselves to politically correct, i.e., conservative targets.
6: Yeah, that's that's an excellent point. Yeah, and uh, I, uh, yeah, like I say, I'm each their own. The market's going to dictate whether a comedian can continue on. I mean, like Louis C.K. If people were so outraged and disgusted by the vile things that he did, are they gonna are they gonna want to continue to go out to see a show? And if they don't, is it even worth him trying to put together something anymore? And that ultimately, I think the market will dictate it as it should.
10: No, I, I, I agree. I did want to make a brief uh, comment uh, uh, regarding one of your topics in the first hour. Um, I think uh, in terms of ethics and tone, character, rhetoric, and governing style, I believe that now Senator Mitt Romney, uh, his column amounted to a de facto declaration of independence mm-hmm. from President Trump. And I I think, A, I think he's sincere so he's got that going for him. I don't think it was an affectation. But um, B, Brad, I think politically it was probably a pretty smart play, because let's say um, somehow things work out well for President Trump and the Republicans. Well, Mitt Romney's just starting his term. He's got six years to play this out. Mm -hmm. And um, unlike Bob Corker, and uh, Jeff Flake, they were coming to the end of their terms, and they were going to have trouble getting renominated in two thousand and eighteen sure. so um, I think he 's much more secure politically but let 's look at the other possibility: What if things go badly for President Trump, and I suspect two thousand and nineteen could be a rough, very rough year indeed for the president, Then I would say Mitt Romney is very well positioned and I just want to ask you a question: um, How do you think it 's going to play out for uh, members of the GOP who have stood by uh, leading members who have stood by President Trump throughout all of his shall we be charitable and call them excesses um, if indeed things do really go badly in the next year or two.
6: Yeah, thanks for the uh, call Henry we appreciate it. I've, I you know it, there's just so many unknowns. I but I think if we just look at how political waves, Come and go. I mean, th- this is nothing unusual. What happened in these midterms? I mean, the, Trump set the economic record under the first two years of Trump was was fantastic. Even his worst critics couldn't deny that. Even the former uh, staffer within the Obama Biden administration economic advisor couldn't deny that the last jobs report before the midterm election was stellar. And yet, uh, Trump was issued a repudiation at the polls. And then, typically, in a, in a president's uh, uh, last two years of his final term or of his last two years of his first term, uh, he may see some gains within his party in Congress, may not regain a majority in the House, and then get re-elected. But Trump's reelection prospects are, are in peril, much like George H.W. Bush's were in, in 1992. And if that's the case, then all of a sudden you're seeing it uh, kind of go the other way, where the Democrats may tighten their grip uh, on control in Washington. So I, I... I, I you know I think there is certain predictability to this, but then you have someone like Trump who's such a wild card, who's such an X factor that does just these crazy things on Twitter that make people uncomfortable and they don't have confidence in the leader of their country. And so therefore the, a lot of the ancillary factors, like the economic indicators, which would seem to uh, favor an incumbent president, uh, won't make a difference. But uh, if you're talking if you listen to King Banyan's show, there's a good chance that an inevitable recession could be coming late twenty nineteen early twenty twenty and if that happens, then you're definitely looking at a one term president like george h. w Bush because that's exactly what happened to him. The recession started to come through ninety you know uh into late ninety one into early ninety two and then of course the Clinton campaign went with it's the economy stupid and boom, he was out of there so uh it's going to be fun to watch that much I can predict, and given some of the candidates the Democrats are trotting out there. They need to tread lightly themselves because if you're if, if you're putting out people like Elizabeth Warren, uh, someone like that, or another or another Bernie Sanders run, uh, you know you're you're just you're not putting the best forward because I don't think that a firebrand on the leftist side is going to be received very well. So sorry for the long answer, Henry. I I, I guess the short answer is uh, f- there's just so much unpredictability now with the way Trump does things that. It just, uh, there are some things, there are some traditional things that he's immune from, and there are other things that he's not. So so we shall see, but appreciate the call. Thanks so much and appreciate your insights. Uh, really good stuff. I did want to transition a little bit. Uh, a legend around these parts, uh, Mean Gene Okerlund passed away at age 76, this past week, uh, he was known for on a national stage with the WWE because he was kind of their ring announcer, and of course, he'd interview all the wrestlers off to the side. And he was kind of the proverbial straight man. You know, these wrestlers would say these outrageous things, commit these outrageous acts, kind of butt heads in the interview, and he was kind of always the straight man. He's okay, let's you know, let's let's kind of calm down a little bit here, and you know, w- would never you know would never really break character and. I remember Mean Gene Okerlund from the early 80s. He was the kind of the interviewer slash ringside announcer in the late 70s into the early 80s for the American Wrestling Association, which was Vern Gagne's organization here in the Twin Cities. My brother and I were AWA nutcases. We loved that stuff. We went to the wrestling matches at the St. Paul Civic Center where Mean Gene was the ringside announcer and, and everything, and we loved it. It was great stuff, great entertainment, and even if you had given us the script we wouldn't have accepted that it was fake no oh, it's not fake you know a guy can really recover from having his arm twisted in 16 different places you know that kind of that kind of thing we we just wouldn't accept it and obviously mean jean was a staple of our weekends cuz every saturday and sunday mornings they would have awa wrestling on and uh not only would they have some matches but they would also have gene okerlund interviewing some wrestlers, and here I have an audio clip. It's only about a couple minutes long, but I want you to listen to this. This was classic Gene Okerlund interacting with some of the crazy antics of the wrestlers, and these wrestlers he was interviewing was the tag team, and then the championship tag team duo of the East-West Connection of Adrian Adonis and Jesse Ventura. Yes, that Jesse Ventura, who went on 18 years after this clip to become our governor. How that happened, I still don't know, but... Nevertheless, uh, this is a great example of Mean Gene uh, interacting with some of these uh, outlandish characters. So, Nick, if we have that clip, here we go.
4: Well, fans, just to bring you up to date here on the AWA, the current heavyweight champion of the world, Vern Gagne. He uh, happened to get that title back in Chicago, Illinois, on July the 18th from none other than Nick Bockwinkle, the man who we talked to earlier, the current tag team champions of the world, one of whom... Hails from down at San Diego, Jesse the Body Ventura, and his partner out of the Big Apple of New York City, the Golden Boy, Adrian Adonis. Gentlemen, welcome to the Bay Area.
3: Oh, thank you very much. You know, we got a few friends to say hello to. Alex, like say hello to Grace Slick, Marty Ballard of the Jefferson Airplane. I know they're going to accompany us down to dinner at Original Jaws, which we're going to have a meal of a lifetime, Daddy. And Jesse and myself, a lot of people, a lot of friends we know in the San Francisco area, and they're very happy to see us. And a couple weeks ago, I heard Ray Stevens and Pat Pat, out here giving us a so-called challenge well they were back in the early 70s it well this is 1980 and we are it now so whatever they want to do whoever they want to come about it we're ready and we're willing and we're able daddy isn't that right Jesse isn't right, that Jack? right
9: yes that's right Jack G Gene. Right. you better believe it. all Gene. right let me tell you something concerning mr. Pat Patterson and Ray Stevens the former kingpins of the Bay Area well, you know, it's not often mean, Gene, the champions go looking for challengers. Generally, it's the other way around. The challengers look for the champions. But Adrian and myself... Our future governor, ladies and gentlemen. Think about that. ...than facing Patterson and Stevens right in their home ground, San Francisco, and beating them in San Francisco, which would then... Make us the kingpins of Frisco and the Bay Area. Well, gentlemen,
4: I want you to know for a fact you're talking about two veritable legends in Pat Patterson and Ray Stevens and two very talented wrestlers who know. Wait,
9: wait, wait, Have you checked out the lateral deltoid lately? The (laughs) lateral deltoid? Mmm, check that out. Anyway, getting back to... The straight man, the lateral deltoid. (laughs) We're the champions. We're standing here waiting for them. Or any other top challengers in the world. Because, baby, we are the best. We are the best of the 80s.
4: You know, that kind of talk... The East-West Connection. Sooner or later, gentlemen, you will eat your words. You can't be that overly confident, really. Never, baby,
9: never. You might eat that mic. And I want to say hi to Phil Lesh and Jerry Garcia, the Grateful Dead. Thank you, gentlemen, the
4: current tag team champions of the world, the East-West Connection, Jesse Ventura and Adrian Adonis. TV20's All-Star Wrestling, next Saturday morning, 10 o'clock. Have a good one and so long.
6: There you go. Okay, Mean Gene, I mean, uh, the, the lateral deltoid, I mean, he never broke character. He was just the straight man to these crazy antics by these wrestlers. And, you know, Jesse Ventura, even though, you know, you know, he gave off this persona like he was a Southern California boy. He's really from South, South Minneapolis, and I love how he always called the uh, Twin Cities "Turkey Town, USA." So I'm, I regret that he we didn't find a clip where he was calling this Turkey Town, USA. But there you have it, uh, Gene Oakland, and what a gig! He parlayed that into a high-profile gig with the WWE, which was a national, popular, you know, wrestling association where, where the AWA is, was pretty much local. I mean, it was a niche sport where there were fans of the AWA around the country. But it wasn't as nationally popular as the WWE, which got on cable television for crying out loud. And Patrick Royce, who wrote a great piece uh, talking about Mean Gene's life on um, you know, the Star Tribune, he kind of got into the industry by accident. And this was the greatest thing. This is a great story. I'll read an excerpt of this. Uh, Oakland was selling ads for Channel Eleven in the early seventies. Channel Eleven was then WTCN and in the Independent among the Twin Cities 4 TV stations. The AWA's weekly TV show was taped in a studio at the station in the Calhoun Beach Hotel. There was a AFTRA strike, and Marty O'Neill, the AWA's legendary TV interviewer, and by the way, uh, this is just an aside, my grandmother, who owned a supper club in the 50s and 60s, and she was a she became a widower in the uh, early 1960s at like age 50, Marty O'Neill actually tried to ask her out for a date. And my grandmother turned him down. So just an aside, kind of a brush, kind of a minor brush with him, I guess you could say. Anyways, Marty O'Neill, the AWA's legendary TV interviewer, was a union member and didn't cross the picket line. AWA owner and star attraction Vern Gagne found Okerlund at the station and recruited him to fill in as the interviewer. Now, Gene knew nothing about wrestling. He was a natural showman, a member of rock bands in his youth and also radio personality, and got through the first telecast. Uh, he got better quickly and started sharing the interview duties when O'Neill returned. He took over when Marty stepped away and became a celebrity as Mean Gene, the nickname famously given him by Jesse Ventura, as we heard on that clip. The body from the beaches of San Diego, California, even though we know Jesse's actually from South Minneapolis, and the rest is history. Think about that. He just happened to be the guy that was there, readily available. Say, hey, uh, can you do can you do an interview quick? And then as we uh, as we heard, he was just the ultimate straight man. Never broke character. Get your tickets at the St. Paul Civic Center. The wrestling match is coming up. And I got a quick story for you, and then we'll go to break. I actually met Mean Gene once. It was early 1983. I was in eighth grade, and some family friends of my family knew that my brother and I loved wrestling. So these family friends said to my mom, he says, hey, we want to take Brad and Eric uh, on a little uh, surprise visit. There's going to be the grand opening of Jumpin' Jim Brunzel's fitness center in white bear lake jumping jim brunzel was of course part of the high flyers with greg gania the tag team champions that ousted the east west connection and anyways uh we did my brother and i knew nothing about it we just thought these family friends were going to have us over for dinner and and after dinner they said well, we got a surprise for you we want to take you somewhere I was like, oh okay really so we go to this gym we walk in and we were underwhelmed i mean because i'm 14 my brother's 12 and it's like okay and then all of a sudden in walks in hulk hogan and Jim Brunzel into this gym. And it turns out they unveil this big banner. It's the opening of Jumpin' Jim Brunzel's Fitness Center in White Bear Lake. And Jean you know, mean Gene walked in, and we happen to be near the doorway, and he walked in, and I'm a squeaky voice 14 year old. I see him walk in, I'm like, hey, mean Gene. He's like, Hi, how are you today? J- never broke character. Never broke character. And I remember, you know, one of his famous taglines when he would promote wrestling matches, the monthly wrestling matches at the St. Paul Civic Center, he'd be like, get your tickets today, plenty of good seats still available, call the Civic Center box office. And so he would get up and he was saying a word about this fitness center. He says, I'd just like to say something about this exemplary facility. It is absolutely incredible. And, of course, people in the background are chiding him a little bit. Yeah, get your tickets while they're still available, right, Mean Gene? You know? And as— What happened was is that there was some local news, White Bear Lake newspaper. I don't know what it was called back then. They were there to take photographs of this. And they said, Hulk, we'd like to get a picture with you. And so, you know, I got an autograph from Hulk Hogan and a bunch of us kids are just standing there admiring Hulk Hogan. He says, Hulk, we want to get a quick picture with you. Can we get a quick picture? Oh, sure. And he pulls me in. Hulk Hogan pulls me in and I get a picture with Hulk Hogan in this local newspaper. And I never saw it. These family friends of ours had it. They said, hey, we'll give it to you next time we see it." Well, for some reason, it got, you know, 86, thrown away. So I never saw it. So now I've been thinking for years, one of these days I'm going to go to the White Bear Lake Public Library, see if I can't find something like on microfiche from early 1983. Maybe I can still find it. So uh, anyways, that was my brush with uh, Mean Gene. Uh, age 76, passed away. I guess he's lived in Florida for 20, 30 years now. Uh, but uh, his memories will live on for- forever, thanks to the Internet, YouTube, whatever else. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag NARNShow. Show. It it's me, Brad Carlson, filling in for Mitch Berg. One final segment coming up on the broadcast. Go nowhere. AM
1: 1280, The Patriot.
6: The world of business and finance is constantly changing. How are you keeping up with all the information? Most likely, you're not. Checking websites, writing emails, making phone calls, checking more websites, and still not finding what you need to know. But it has to be out there somewhere. Well, it is. Business 1440 is your on-air guide through the fast-paced business landscape. What you want to know, when you want to know it. Up to the minute business and financial news on Business 1440. Stream online at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com.
10: When I found out I was pregnant, I panicked. I was afraid, feeling pressured. I didn't know what else to do. I was nine weeks along and didn't know there were other options. I didn't know the baby already had a beating heart. I didn't know there were couples waiting to adopt. I called the confidential hotline and learned the facts. I found an option that both my baby and I can live with.
7: Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard people. So often we get calls just like this from men and women seeking help and alternatives. Our 800 hotline connects callers to the services they need for pregnancy, adoption, as well as post-abortion assistance. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of confidential counseling or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out on the web, prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. Across America.
3: Have you ever applied for a home loan online, but actually ended up getting telemarketed to death by strange lenders from all over the country? Have you ever called the bank and hoped of a good deal, but ended up being treated like a number? That's not how we operate. Hi, my name is Joe Metzler. I'm a senior loan officer with award-winning, locally-based Mortgages Unlimited. Here, I will do a full and proper review of your situation, then provide you with a smooth and stress-free process, and of course, get you an amazing interest rate that you can brag about. And don't worry. We will never sell your personal information to anyone. Reach out to me today to be treated like a person, not a number, at 651-552-3681 or
6: online at imortgagejoe.com, imortgagejoe.com. That's
5: imortgagejoe.com. Apply today. Have an answer tomorrow.
9: Mortgages
3: Unlimited is an equal housing lender, not an offer to enter into an interest rate lock agreement. NMLS number 274132.
1: One of the best stock pickers in America is about to let you in on what could be the biggest stock play of 2019. Sign up for the free Trade of the Year Summit, January 10th at 2 p.m. Eastern, and hear legendary stock picker Mark Skousen announce his number one play for the new year. Log on at the 2019 Trade of the Year dot com to sign up for the free Trade of the Year Summit. Don't miss it. Register today at the 2019 Trade of the Year dot com. That's the 2019 Trade of the Year dot com for what could be the
4: biggest stock pick of the year.
3: Starts
1: with an earth, Wait, birds and snakes,
6: an airplane, and Bruce is not a brain. Welcome back Game 12.8 the Patriot.
1: I have a hurricane, to yourself, Northern to Alliance song Radio, song radio
6: Network with me, Brad Carlson. Up, front, no street, Do you remember what fire local fire radio right station it was that when it went out of business, they just played this song in an endless rotation for 24 hours? Do you remember that, Nick? I, I, I think it maybe it was one of the uh, various... Format changes at FM 105.
3: Okay, that's a, maybe. Anyways.
8: Welcome back. One final segment on the broadcast
6: with me, Brad Carlson, filling in for Mitch Berg on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Mitch will be in for me tomorrow from 1 to 3 p.m. And together with King Bannon, who's heard on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman, Saturdays, 9 to 11 a.m. on The King Bannon Show. We are the Northern Alliance Radio Network. A couple months away from our 15-year anniversary and mitch has made a vow we're going to be having our 10-year anniversary party probably around our 15th anniversary okay so he he always is self-deprecating over that that he's kind of uh, dropped the ball on, on celebrating that but you know mitch is a busy guy he's had a lot going on in life but uh uh now that he's lost like close to 80 pounds he feels a lot more ambitious to doing so many other things so uh it is it's pretty amazing well like last weekend for instance Uh, His band, Elephant in the Room, had a gig Friday night and Saturday night, and he did both shows of the Narns, uh, Saturday afternoon and Sunday afternoon, all with the flu. So the guy drops 80 pounds and figures, even with the flu – he can still be that ambitious. Uh, I I don't know. Did did he manage to stay upright last weekend, Nick? Do we know? I mean, uh, I heard he had to take a seat uh, one of his band gigs or something like that. But
3: Saturday, uh, which is all I can speak for, he seemed in tip top shape, so he hit it pretty well.
6: Well, he usually is on the air. Yeah, that's true. And and he's often said that once he gets off the air, uh, that that uh, that the that the crash is pretty brutal. So I can only imagine, but uh, God bless him for it. He is a, he is a pro's pro and I appreciate him filling in for me last week. Like I said, I was on a, I was actually on a work trip myself. So I was out of town. So I was not able to do either Saturday or Sunday. So appreciate him filling in and he's going to be in for me tomorrow. And tomorrow's perfect timing. Cause he'll, you know, broadcast one to three. And then at three 40, his beloved Chicago bears will be playing in the postseason for the first time in eight years, taking on the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. So, uh we'll look forward to having Mitch on it. I was hoping Mitch would call in. it uh, doesn't look like it's gonna get to we're gonna get to it. He's got about a minute got about a minute and a half left in the show, but he was actually emceeing the Minnesota Gunner's Caucus annual meeting, which was taking place today. So I'm sure he'll talk a little bit about that tomorrow. And that's something to really to keep an eye on, folks, and Mitch will talk a lot about it too. Uh keep your eye out uh for the various I know a lot of Second Amendment advocates out there, the various uh, get togethers to Uh, advocate for gun rights and I also wanted to make one quick mention as we wrap up here Uh, if you're not a member of the Freedom Fan Club go to am1280thepatriot.com right now and sign up because right now you can win to register our uh, January book of the month entitled Erasing America Uh, journalist James C. Robbins visits towns where the struggle over America's history taking place and investigates the current cultural effects of the widespread pressure to erase America's ancestors and history so we are definitely have James James Robbins on a future broadcast. uh, Probably, well, if it's January, Book of the Month, obviously in January. Sounds like a fascinating read again, Erasing America. If you want to win a free copy of that book, go to am1280thepatriot.com. Sign up for the Freedom Fan Club today and uh, register to win. Folks, as always, I've enjoyed it. Always love talking to Mitch's audience. Mitch will be in for me tomorrow, and I know you will be tuned in, as I will Godspeed my friends have yourselves a blessed weekend and a blessed
5: week closing
1: time
5: Message and data rates may apply.
3: Earning your degree from one of the top business schools in the country might sound impossible to fit into your workload. But what if there were a business degree that furthered your career and gave you access to world-renowned faculty leaders and mentors, all on your schedule? One that opened doors to some of the most influential CEOs, tech companies, law firms, entrepreneurs, and thought leaders. And what if you could earn that degree in as little as 16 months, 100% online? To find out more, text GRANT. To 79645. That's GRANT to 79645. Start your online MBA, Information Management, or Business Analytics Master's program from the W.P. Carey School of Business at Arizona State University today. Learn more about the W.P. Carey Business Graduate Programs online. Text Grant to 79645. That's GRANT to 79645.
0: Americans for Prosperity is getting past the headlines and diving into the details on the policies that affect you. There's a lot of work to be done to make our state a better place to live, work, and raise a family. Americans for Prosperity is committed to providing you with a full story on policies that help improve people's lives. Tune in to Americans for Prosperity Radio every Saturday at 4 p.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot to learn how you can help remove barriers to opportunity for all Minnesotans.
3: Pastors you're searching online for that perfect sermon series that your congregation will really enjoy and benefit from, but you just can't seem to find what you're looking for. I suggest you give sermonsearch.com a try. Sermon Search is packed with sermon outlines from revered Bible teachers who cover every topic you can imagine. You'll also find images, videos, and analogies to complement your presentation of God's message. Be inspired to study, create, and proclaim with sermonsearch.com.
1: AM 1280 The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis-St. Paul. FM 107.5 K298-CO Minneapolis. Fueled by